Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the High-Impact Living Podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel, and today, for the first time since I've been doing this podcast, I'm doing it while I'm on the road traveling, so I'm in a hotel room, and we'll see how this all works out, if I brought enough equipment, and if the sound is good, hopefully it will be good, and this will all work out the way that it should. Today, we're going to finish up talking about drift and talking about passion drift. Before we get into that, just want to, again, just remind you that I've got a new book coming out, You Got Style, on the 14th of October, and hope that you're going to get a copy of it. I'll be talking more about it, obviously, in the in the days to come. In fact, doing some excerpts from it, some of the fascinating research about financial styles and thinking styles, just stuff that really is really amazing. Like if I told you that the whole right brain, left brain thing isn't actually accurate and it's actually top brain, bottom brain, straight from a Harvard neuroscientist, all kinds of interesting information and research or which which uh, which financial style are you that the research was done and there's seven different styles. So this is going to be some good stuff and we'll be talking about all that in some upcoming episodes very, very soon. But in the meantime, we're going to finish out uh, on drift and again appreciate sharing with uh, your friends uh, about this podcast writing a review giving a rating all those things are helpful and great so if you can do that for me I'd, I'd really appreciate it and really excited about the growth of this podcast but obviously like to always keep reaching more people and helping more people episodes we've done on things like success and stress of really really helpful plus the one-off episodes on all kinds of interesting topics like 10 things millennials are killing off which has very become very popular and other ones that that I have done and will be doing including this series here on drift just talking about different aspects of drift and finishing up today with passion drift it's a really interesting story in the bible about king david pretty famous guy king david if you've uh, ever been to Florence. Maybe you saw Michelangelo's masterpiece, King David. I have. It's incredible to see you. I'm sure you've seen a photo or a picture or uh, uh, some sort of uh, drawing or something of it. Uh, King David's pretty pretty famous guy. And in 2 Samuel uh, chapter 11, verse 1, it says, it was now spring, the time when kings go to war. David sent out the whole Israelite army under the command of Joab and his officers, and they destroyed the Ammonite army and surrounded the capital of Rabbah. But David stayed in Jerusalem. Hmm. It's spring, the time when kings go to war, but David didn't go to war with his army. He sent his general Joab instead, and he stayed in Jerusalem supposed to be at the battle you're supposed to be leading the army that's what kings did in ancient times but david wasn't there he was in the palace relaxing and being entertained his men were out there fighting the battle and he was home relaxing what's going on here and i would say classic example of passion drift. He wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. Instead, 
he was relaxing, napping, being entertained. And by the way, the very next verse says, late one afternoon, David got up from a nap and was walking around and a beautiful young woman was down below in her courtyard bathing herself. So that led to uh, adultery. It also led to a child being born. It also led to David having the woman's husband sent to the front line so he would be killed. Lots and lots of bad things happened because David's passion for what he was supposed to be doing with his life had drifted. He became distracted by something else and that distraction almost always leads to drift. If you're becoming easily distracted, that should just be a total red flag to you. Warning light should be going off and you should be saying, hmm, maybe I'm drifting. You've got to be enthusiastic about your purpose in life. You have to have enthusiasm. The word enthusiasm comes from this concept. En means in, theo means God. So, you know, to be enthusiastic, to be in God, to be excited about the purpose that God has for your life. Purpose produces passion in a person. How about we say that three times real fast? Purpose produces passion in a person. Purpose produces passion in a person. Yeah. There it is, the alliteration, once again, I, I, I love the alliteration. The truth of the matter is that much of life is routine, and that's why purpose in life is so important, because there just are so many things that you, you have to do. In fact, just being on this trip now, of course, trips, travel breaks up the routine of life, which is one reason why I'm a fan of travel whether it's for pleasure or for, or for business and work. Either way, pleasure is more fun, obviously. But I was just thinking about this last week, you know, just getting up and first thing I do every morning, go make the coffee. My wife, I get up pretty early, and so I actually do a lot of stuff, I should say, before I make the coffee. But when I make the coffee, then she comes out and she starts her routine in the morning. It's just like the exact same thing. Then I go over to my computer and put out my morning tweet like I always do. And Hey, there's nothing wrong with a good cup of joe first thing in the morning. And uh, the tweeting thing's great. It helps a lot of people. I'm happy to do it. But, I mean, this is, this is the routine. And, and, and as I've said before publicly many times, if somebody ever wanted to take me out, man, I'd be the easiest mark ever because I live my life so much by routine. You wouldn't have to surveil me very long, you know, before you'd be like, ah, this guy's doing the same thing every day in the same place. I go to the gym at the same time. I do my writing at the same time. I have my meetings at the same time, um, you know, at the church, the same sort of times. It's very, very predictable. And that's how you get things done. You know, you run on the rails of routine. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, in life, it's the purpose that keeps us enthusiastic amidst the routine, and I might add the challenges that, that life brings, because, boy, that's certainly the other side of it is the challenges that come, and there are many challenges in life, and what keeps you 
enthusiastic is how you deal with the big and small challenges. E even since I've been gone on this trip now, you know, I've heard from my wife and there's like three little things that have come up. Something's not working at the house and there's this issue with something that was taken out of our bank account that shouldn't have been. And then there's another issue with something that, I mean, you know, this is life, the irritations of life, the stuff that just continually happens. It just does. It's really nothing you can do about it, but the way that you stay enthusiastic is that you've got a larger purpose. So you put up with the small irritations and you deal with the larger challenges that, again, that you have to deal with in life. And, and, and we all have them and they never, you know, they don't go away. I don't want to say never, but let's just say there's always going to be challenges coming around. Maybe not all the time, but I mean, I can just look and my life right now myself and just think I got some really cool things going on some really exciting things happening new book and all the stuff that goes with that and some other really exciting things but at the same time man, I got some bad stuff some stuff that I've got to deal with and it's not going to be easy and you know I bet you you're the same way got the same sort of things happening in your life and so what do you do you know you can lose enthusiasm when life gets hard. Absolutely, it can happen. It can, it can happen really, really easily that you just start to lose your enthusiasm because of the, the challenges and the hardships of life. And the way that you counteract that is to gain enthusiasm by being excited about the larger purpose that God has for your life. And again, for me to be able to help people, inspire people, motivate people, to be able to hear back from people, even some folks that are reading the book kind of ahead of time and giving me feedback already before it's published and how it's helping them, how interesting it is to them. It's really, you know, it's great to get that kind of feedback. And that reminds me, you know, what my larger purpose in life really is. And so it's just really important to be able to keep your enthusiasm because that's how you keep from drifting. The passion doesn't drift if you, if you stay enthusiastic and I would also say just, you know, not taking for granted the blessings that you have, but appreciating all the good things in your life. This is so vitally important. It's just really, really easy to focus on the negatives. I talked about this before. I'll talk about it a lot more just in terms of the challenge to stay positive. But one way you can, and again, stay enthusiastic, is to just really kind of reflect on all the good things that are going on in your life, even if you're dealing with challenging things at the same time. And the more that you're able to do that means that you are going to stay passionate. You are not going to drift. But not having enthusiasm, what that tells you is you have drifted. You drifted off of your passion. And you, you know, you may say, hey, Rick, I don't know if I can you know, keep this up 24-7, 365. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I understand that. Uh, but passion drift, you know, doesn't happen because, you know, you lose your passion or you're not as enthusiastic 
for a little bit. It's again, it's the drifting is always what happens over time, over time. And it's, it's just really about staying passionate and going through, you know, some of the challenges and the ups and downs, but overall staying enthusiastic. And again, allowing two things to happen. One is this idea I'm talking about right now of gratitude, just reflecting on all the good things that happen in your life, are happening in your life, have happened in your life. And then the second is is just being excited about the purpose for your life and the opportunities that are coming your way and the things that you can do with your life was just reading USA Today. You know, you get that when you travel at the hotels about this guy and kind of his story of uh, how he's turned into this celebrity fitness guy and sort of how it all happened. And and again, you know, he he just uh, took advantage of opportunities that came his way. And now he's really living the life that he wants to live and You can absolutely do it too. So enthusiasm about your purpose, definitely. And then I would say uh, it's a great kind of word, biblical word is to be zealous, you know, to be zealous, you know, to, to have a fervor or, or a zeal uh, about what it is that God is doing in your life in terms of fulfilling the purpose that you have. If you're not excited, then that again, you're, you're drifting. You're drifting away from it. You ought to be excited about what it is that you know you're uniquely on this earth to do. That there's a plan, and it's a personalized plan, and it's just for your life. You're here for a reason. God has a purpose for you, and being able to have really a, a zeal about that, and just. Uh, being excited about it. Now, it's, I think, hard to do that if you don't have a, a, a closeness with, with Jesus, you know, where you're, where you're in the, reading the Bible, you're praying, you're doing the sorts of things that, that keep you close to God so that you stay zealous or fervent, to, to use uh, those sorts of words, where you're, you know, you're on fire, you, you have a, a genuine excitement about your life and about, you know, the fact that God has put you here for a reason and there's something that, you know, for you to do. And it's just exciting when you see that happen, when you realize you know, the difference that God is making in your life when you, when you understand that there is a reason and a purpose that life isn't random. And, and maybe you think that, you know, maybe you think that about life, like, you know, life is random. Um, there's no purpose. You know, someone asked me, you know, one time they said, you know, what's this Jesus is the answer thing. If Jesus is the answer, you know, what's the question? What's the question if Jesus is the answer? You know, here's the question. The question is, can my life have purpose and meaning? Can I experience inner peace? Is that possible? And the answer is yes, and it comes through a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. You can experience inner peace, even amidst outer turmoil. Yes, it can happen. You can have meaning to your life and a purpose and understand there's a 
plan that God has given you unique gifts and talents and placed before your life opportunities, all of which is for the purpose that he has for your life and that there is actually a genuine direction that you can go through. You're not just going through life randomly or in some sort of fateful way. And so when you look at life that way, well then, you know, you can get pretty excited and zealous, you know, about what's happening. So it's not like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm this Christian thing, you know, I'm doing it out of duty. It's, you know, I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. So that's what I'm going to do. It's not like that at all. It's, it's much more about the adventure that life is really an adventure to be experienced. That's been my life. If I had, you know, the time to tell you my story, I'm sure I'll tell bits and pieces of it in this podcast over a series of episodes, you know, but my life has been one of genuine adventure an exciting life lived out by serving God's purpose, by trying to do what it is that I believe I've been put on this earth to do. Now, I am in no way saying that that means it's been some sort of walk in the park or everything's gone my way. No way. There's been failures and there's been bitter disappointments and lots of things that, you know, aren't, aren't great. But there have been a lot, a lot, a lot of great things that have happened, a lot of incredibly meaningful experiences. And I've been able to help so many people. I'm very thankful for the gifts that God has given me, as well as the opportunities. And I've tried to practice the very principles I've been talking about, like the success principles, certainly, and put this stuff into practice in, in my own life. And when you do that, then it's not about duty it's, it's about the adventure, and, and that's what really keeps you passionate and keeps the passion really burning hot. So that is another key element to, 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 to fend off, to steer clear of passion drift is about that fervency, about that zeal that you have that says, man, I'm here for a reason, and... I'm excited about God's plan for my life. I'm excited about what he's doing. Doesn't mean everything goes the way I think it should go or I want it to go, but it's pretty neat to have some of the experiences that I'm having, and I'm looking forward to more experiences in the future. And then I think another part, again, of this passion purpose is the idea of of serving other people, of, of seeing your, your life that way, as a life of, of service. Helping others gives you more passion. We just did something really, really cool in my church, where we partnered with a builder and a realtor, and we put together this event called Dress of Your Dreams. And we were able to collect 800 dresses for prom or homecoming, shoes, accessories, the whole thing. And then in the auditorium, we 
displayed the whole thing like what like a, like a store like a just like a big store you would go into racks and racks and racks dressing rooms the whole nine yards it was incredible and the idea was this there's young ladies who want to go to homecoming who want to go to prom and it's just too expensive i mean they their financial situation their family is that they are living paycheck to paycheck they are paying their bills and you know spending two or three hundred dollars or more on dress shoes and accessories it could easily be five hundred dollars that's just not in the budget it can't happen it can't be done so what do you do you say well what if we could help these these young ladies what if we could provide all this for free and then they could come try on any dress they want everything free you know just try on the dress try on the shoes try and try on the jewelry and whatever you want it's yours you don't have to pay anything people have donated it helping others that's what we're here on earth to do not just live for ourselves not just to be self-oriented or self-serving and i would say that if you're not you know, being a blessing to other people then that's how you lose passion and then you drift. If you want to up your passion, get it involved in an event like that. And again, just from our own church, I can tell you, like we're doing, we've been feeding the homeless for years. Now we're doing a new thing. It's been dinner. Now we're going to start doing something for breakfast. And, you know, here's another opportunity. Some people for years are like, hey, you know, I can't make the feeding the homeless because it's, it's, it's right after work. It's like, you know, 5.30, you're supposed to meet at the church. I'm not even home from work yet. I can't do it. Now we say, well, could you show up at 7.30 on Saturday morning? And could you feed maybe 150 homeless people? And yeah, I could do that. Great. Well, then let's do that. Again, you know, there's all kinds of opportunities to serve. In, in a church like ours, a contemporary church where we have a band, you know, there are people who like used to sing in chorus in high school, played an instrument, then they put it down. You know, they're adult now, they've got other responsibilities. And then they get opportunity to like serve that way and they can start playing their guitar again or drums or they can start singing again. They can use their gifts and talents to bless other people, to have just this great music. And it's just all these people that come to these services are blessed by this music. And so you bless others by using the gifts that you have. And there's just so many different ways that we can, that we can serve uh, so many different opportunities for outreach. And again, you know, I'm using the church model because that's the one I'm most familiar with. I mean, like kids ministry, like helping children, you know, maybe you're, you don't have any kids. You're, you're not at that point in your life yet, but you could still influence others or like youth ministry. So, fascinating to watch uh, the youth ministry i mean these 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 teenagers man they're they're dealing with a lot of stuff they need support they need help they need a listening ear they need someone to care about them and 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 share with them their story and, and encourage them that you know they're going to make it through some of these things you know sometimes the uh, teenager just thinks the you know, one thing is going to ruin their life. They, they sort of live, you know, 
they live sort of life at the end of their nose. You know, they don't have a long-term perspective. So something happens and they just think it's over. And, you know, you could just talk to them about your own experience, especially if you're younger, you know, you're not that many years away from having been a teenager. It's just so many things you can do, you know, doing what you enjoy, you know, not, not doing things that, that you don't enjoy, you know, like, you know, say, well, I don't really like little kids. I don't want to, okay, then that's fine. You know, that's, that's fine. And, you know, don't do that, but do something that you enjoy and that, you know, helps other people. And, and it, it will just keep you passionate. It will keep you passionate. There's no, there's no doubt about it. That's how you keep your passion is by doing those things that you're just, you're good at. And you know, that other people are helped when you, when you do it, it's just, uh, it's fantastic. And, and again, um, I'm just amazed at stories that I, I have experienced in my own life where, you know, you do something and I'm just fortunate because, you know, I've got messages that, that are online and articles that I've written, books that I've written. A lot of ways people can interact with me, maybe even read something or listen to something from years ago and, you know, say, oh, this really helped me. And man, it's just so great to just, you know, see that happen. And that's what, you know, that's what keeps you passionate about what you're doing with your life. If you don't have that if if you if you don't have the purpose if you don't have the the zeal if you're not using your gifts and talents to help other people then it's pretty likely that you're going to end up drifting you're going to drift and this drift thing you know we've been talking about it now for several episodes but there's just nothing good about it it's so insidious because it can happen so slowly. You know, the, it's the, kind of the classic frog in the kettle. If you, you know, if you know that story, remember the story. Put the frog in the kettle and turn up the heat slightly, and and the heat just keeps gets keep turned up slightly, and the frog acclimates to the warmer and warmer and warmer water, and so it doesn't jump out. And then what happens? Well, then eventually the heat, the water gets to the point of boiling and bye-bye little froggy. I mean, that's how drift works, you know, just slowly, slowly. You don't even notice it. Can't really even see it. If you weren't listening to something like this, you know, you may not even know it. Maybe a good friend will say, hey, what's going on with you? But what if that doesn't happen? Hopefully you listen to this and you're like, yeah, I think, I really think this is what's happened to me. That I've drifted. And I just didn't even realize it. That like, I'm over here. I used to be over there. Holy smokes. Slowly it happens. Little by little. Day by day. Week by week. You know, month by month. And before you know it, you're not where you're supposed to be. In the spring, kings are supposed to go out to war. They're not supposed to sit back in the palace. They're supposed to be with their men. They're supposed to be fighting the battles. What are you supposed to be doing that you're not doing? And you need to get back to doing it. And if you will, you'll, you'll find the passion comes back. 
know, sometimes you have to act your way into a feeling. I believe in that. So maybe it's just time to start taking some of those actions, even if you don't feel it. And trust that if you act your way, the feelings the right way, you act the right way, the feelings will follow. And before you know it, you'll have the passion again. You'll have the excitement. You'll have the zeal. You'll have the enthusiasm. You'll be right where you need to be, fulfilling your purpose, your God-given purpose for your life. You'll, you'll be right there, and, and drift will be a memory, a long memory. I hope that you will do that, and I hope that this drift message is one that will stick with you, and you'll, you'll monitor it in, in your own life. And again, it's great to have you listening each and every week. Love bringing these episodes to you. Excited about next week when we embark on something new. We're going to talk about the value of reading and how it can impact your life in, in such a super, super positive way. And again, uh, can't wait to share that with you and look forward to uh, joining you again next week. God bless. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.